0: Well, hello and welcome to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And this is, this is a daily devotion that walks us through every chapter of the New Testament during the weekdays, just taking a, a moment to think a little bit more deeply about each chapter. And so today we find ourselves in Matthew chapter 11. And the theme for Matthew chapter 11, the, the one idea that I want us to just really start to begin to have in the front of our mind is that this is a chapter about humility before Jesus. And this is the chapter about being humble before the person, uh, the identity of Jesus Christ. Now, let me show you what I mean. Matthew 11 starts with John the Baptist sending his own disciples to check on Jesus and to see if Jesus really is the Messiah. And Jesus' response is, He says, look, look at my works. My works are the, the testimony, per se, of, of who I am. And, and so, what Jesus is really saying, He's saying, Yeah, I, I am the Messiah. I'm proving it by my works. And then Jesus in verse six, he he, he says this in, in part as a message to John the Baptist. He says this, he says, and blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Uh, really what Jesus is saying, he's saying, John already knows that John's not the Messiah. John's made that clear. And yet in this moment, as Jesus is pointing to his works as a testimony to his identity, Jesus says, blessed is the one who is not offended that, that I am the Messiah. Uh, Read it between the lines. Blessed is the one who realizes that they're their ministry their their uh, popularity might diminish as mine increases and this is what jesus is telling john and and this is might almost be kind of seen as a dig but but it really is not because i want you to see next what jesus says about john i want you to i want you to get a picture of of who john is in jesus mind verse 11 jesus describes john and his ministry Jesus says, truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist, yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Now look here, let me me show you what I mean. John has the humility to not be offended by Jesus. John has the humility, as he says in the book of John, uh, he, he says, I must decrease and Jesus must increase. John here, he, he is seen in light as one who has the humility not to be offended by Jesus. And, and so because of that, when Jesus looks at the kingdom of heaven, he says, look, there is no one greater than John. John, John really is, he is a, a great example of, of a man of God, of someone who's living in light of, of the work of God, in light of the kingdom of God. But then Jesus also says that that anyone can be greater than him when they're the least in the kingdom. See, John's humility, it's it's this humility that ends up being elevated because it's the humility that puts the things of God first. Ultimately, it's a humility that puts Jesus first, that puts Jesus's kingdom, his glory, his renown, his honor first. It's the humility that John has that says, it's not about me it's not about me. It's about Jesus. And that's the same for us today. When we're called to have humility before Jesus, we're called to recognize it's it's not about me. My, my life is not about me. My life, if I am redeemed, if I have been saved through Jesus in his death and resurrection, if I believe that Jesus is a perfect sinless son of God, that he died to, to pay the price for my sin and to rescue me and rose again to give me new life, my life, it's no longer about me. Now, John's humility makes him least in the kingdom, which in turn makes him the greatest. And you, when you and I, when we have the, that humility before Jesus, it might make us least in, in a sense as we're diminishing ourselves in one sense, but in, in in the better way, we're we're becoming great in the kingdom of God because we're living the life that we're called to. Now, this doesn't mean we're a doormat This doesn't mean we're meant to be spineless and pushovers. This doesn't mean that we never stand up or or say what's right. I mean, look at John. If you were to go back to Matthew chapter three, look at how John spoke to the the hypocritical religious leaders. Chapter three, verse seven, says, when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? This doesn't sound like someone who's a doormat or a pushover or who is spineless. No, this, this shows that John knows how to stand up for what's right. He knows how to call a spade a spade. He, he, he knows how to warn those who needs warning. But before Jesus, before Jesus, he is humble. Before Jesus, he, he's, not, he's not making life about him. I, I once heard it said that humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less Again, it's not making life about you. It's making life about the Lord Jesus. And so for you and I, when we we say we want to be humble before Jesus, when we want to be great in the kingdom, this is really a calling to say, "I, I need to think about myself less and I need to think about Jesus more. Jesus, what is it you would have me do today? Jesus, how would you have me approach this situation in my life? Jesus, how can I honor you in this conversation with this person at work or in my family or in my neighborhood? Jesus, how can I make my life the kind of life that demonstrates you and your goodness and your love? This is what true humility is. It's, it's making life about Jesus now, I want to connect this to the end of the chapter also because I, I think that we have another picture of humility here because sometimes uh, humility, it, it's it's hard for us to be humble because we want to be able to pat ourselves on the back. It's hard for us to be humble because we want to be able to uh, look around and say, look, everybody, look at me. L- look how good I'm doing. Look at how great I've done at my job or or maybe even before God. Look at how Look at how moral I've been. Look at how much I've obeyed you. Look at how hard I'm working to serve you. And this can this can sometimes, it can build a, a, a false idea in our mind of, of how we're right with God, thinking that we can do it on our own. But the other thing it does is it wearies us. It, it burdens us. It makes our souls exhausted as we're trying to be good enough because the reality is we can't be good enough before God. We, we are sinners. We have rebelled. We have missed the mark. We need Jesus and his death and resurrection. That's the only way we can be made right with God. And so I want to connect it to a, kind of a second kind of humility, which is the humility not just that makes life about Jesus, but secondly, it's the humility that looks to Jesus for salvation. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. Jesus says, he says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You ever ever feel burdened by trying to be good enough, by trying to be moral enough, does your soul ever grow weary of trying to carry all of the all of the commands of that God has rightfully issued to us? See, the reality is if we if we are of the mindset where we say, I've got to be good enough for God to accept me. I, I have to be good enough for God to love me, listen, that is a wearisome, wearisome ordeal, and it's rooted in pride. We want we want the pat on the back. But Jesus he approaches us here and, he, and he, he offers a different path of humility. This path of humility is the humility that says, not just life's about you, Jesus, not me, but, but it's the humility that says, Jesus, I can't do it on my own. I'm weak, I'm heavy laden, I'm weary, I need you. And here, Jesus says, when you, when you, when you approach me like that, you're gonna find that I am gentle and lowly of heart. That I'm not going to put burdens upon you. But in fact, I'm going to release you of them. I'm going to carry them for you. He says, ultimately, I'm going to make my righteousness available to you. That's where we find rest for our souls. See, this is really a chapter of humility. Humility in life where you make life about Jesus, not yourself, but also humility in salvation where you approach Jesus not with how good you are, but with how needy you are for a savior. So this is our ancient, our ancient way for our modern day. As we live in a world that's full of the, this messaging that says, make something of yourself, be everything you can be, and, and you know, listen, I'm not saying don't strive to be everything you should be, right, to grow, but but listen, as we do this, do we have the humility to make life about Jesus? And then do we have the humility to rest in the finished work of Jesus Christ, the one where we ultimately find the rest for our souls?